I'm Brooke. I'm Ryan. And we decided to channel our energy to give you the definitive ranking of the Kingdom Hearts Worlds, a list that you probably never asked for. But you need. Maybe. Full disclosure, we know nothing about games. But we are experts in Kingdom Hearts. Sort of. World by world, we're going to make you fall in love with the game again. And also with us. Maybe. So let's escape into the beautiful Disney worlds of Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. A podcast. A podcast. First of all, we have a huge treat for you, listeners. Not only have we started our Kingdom Hearts 3 season, we have an Ansem report with a very, very special guest today. Uh, Can you introduce yourself? And tell us who you are, special guest. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm Cloudy McDoom. I'm a uh, video game parody content creator, uh, also streamer. Um, that's essentially what I do as a full-time gig, but I'm also an avid Kingdom Hearts fan, which is why I'm here. Yes, we love to hear it. I would say, I'm going to venture to say that this is a Xehanort report. I think we're getting, I think we've gotten bigger <laughs> than Ansem. Mm-hmm. I think we are, the gameplay has advanced. We have rides now. I think we're in a Xehanort report land. <laughs> Um, I feel that. Cloudy, I have so many questions for you. Like, wh- when did you start playing Kingdom Hearts? Like, ha- what is your Kingdom Hearts journey, first and foremost? Okay, sure, sure. I'll try to condense this so it's not too long-winded. Um, I started back in 2003 or so. Uh, I'm mid-30s, of course, obviously. But, like, I started way back when it kind of first came out. Uh, me and a buddy rented it from Blockbuster. That's to date myself. Iconic. Um, so we were playing it. I remember just the, the experience of like being this like anime Disney ish character running through these worlds. It was like nothing I'd ever seen before, man. And like that really stuck to me, especially the title screen music. That was just like something that just like stuck in my head, like back in middle school. Then, yeah, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. But uh, that's essentially when it started early 2000s. Were you a Disney fan prior to playing Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, I can say that because our family, we grew up like me and my sisters, you know, watching like Disney movies in the den and stuff like every Saturday, like we'd have something planned. So I can definitely say it was not like one of those crazy Disney households where you got all the furniture and the toys and stuff. But we were a moderate, you know, average Disney loving family, you know, Lion King, uh, Little Mermaid, stuff like that. The top tier. I like to call it um, a Disney adult ally, um, which is what <laughs> I think that I am as well. Like I, I grew up in a similar home. Like I, I'm from South Florida originally. And so uh, we, I grew up going to Disney World. So it was like definitely like in my, you know, ingrained lexicon. But like I don't have like any Minnie Mouse water bottles, <laughs> yeah, you know? Exactly. Um, it's like a fine line. <laughs> but I'm like literally wearing like a theme park sweatshirt right right now. That's so great because we're we're like similarly aged. I think we we all came to it in the same the same way. Well my question for you is then how did you come back to it? Was it like a childhood love that you carried consistently through into adulthood or was it something you came back to when you were older? Yeah, I would definitely say it was like I would ping pong it a little bit. So let's say early 2000s when it first came out, you know, you play it. Then I think after high school, you know, you do that thing of like, let me go play a game I used to play. You do that for a little bit. And then Fast forward to the pandemic a couple of years ago. I have no idea why, but I had a keyblade here. It was like a prop keyblade. And I got bored one day after work and I went out to my backyard and just started like swinging it around on the video. And 
Uh, and since I, I do cosplay stuff for my skits, I had a wig in the house, so I threw that on. And then that went viral. So then during the pandemic, it was almost like this joke of, I did this out of boredom, but I love, I, I did it based on something I used to love. And now that everyone's like really vibing with it, let me keep doing it. And that's when it evolved into this whole Kingdom Hearts skits and big productions and stuff, you know? So that's kind of how that went down. It's not dissimilar to us. We're still waiting for our moment of going viral. <laughs> Your, your your Wonderland video is one of my favorite things. Just it's the footsteps. It's like <laughs> yeah, the, the loud, mix. iconic clomping yeah. footsteps. Your shoes are big and yellow, <laughs> jumping on the mushroom, jumping off. If you haven't seen it, listeners, you have to watch it. It like in ten seconds encapsulates my entire childhood. <laughs> Yeah, and feel about it. We have strong feelings about Wonderland. Oh, for sure. And that's kind of the thing, like, not to deviate too much off the question, but, like, when I'm making content, like, I try to capture the emotion of whatever I'm doing. Like, even if it's a quick, like I said, 10 seconds, something. If I can capture that feel that we kind of collectively understand and resonate with, I've done my job, you know? Like, even if it's silly and stupid, like, I, I know how to capture that moment of, like, oh, yeah, I remember being lost in Wonderland and the music stuck in my head and Soar's Footsteps. And him jumping on mushrooms, combine those together, and then that's when you get that wild green screen fever dream uh, of my skit. So wild green screen fever dream, yeah, that's that's it. And and another thing is like the music is such a huge part of Kingdom Hearts. Like I have an obsession with the music. Like it's every single song is like memorized in my head. Oh, you can yeah. name it a world. I could acapella sing it to you right now. But that's that's such a huge part of the game. Brian has like a really unhinged, very special video that he made that only I've seen where he was just like Okay, and now I'm going to go through the entire Kingdom Hearts 1 soundtrack acapella and, oh, like, wow. gave a full performance. Yo. It's not for the public. It's not for, it's not like, for It is not for public They would take me away. But it's great. Oh, I listen to it, like, when I'm at work. I, like, will put on, like, all these YouTube compilations where they, like, add lo-fi beats and you get, like, a, a little hint. There's also such iconic dialogue, too. Yeah. Like, it's all, it's all, like, a little cheesy. Riku! <laughs> Have you played only one have you played all of them like tell me tell me more all right so fun fact with that i think shortly after the pandemic well after my kingdom Hearts stuff blew up or whatever i started twitch streaming and we did a kingdom hearts marathon i called it the kingdom heart attack marathon and i started from actually the prequels like birth by sleep uh we did all of these just like in the in the order that the chat told me um chain of memories which isn't my favorite is like kingdom hearts uno cards but whatever so like we did all of those and <laughs> essentially got up to three uh because i wanted to see the whole story unfold in all its convoluted glory and uh that's kind of what we did with that so yeah it's only my uh I'm not going to plug the YouTube, but it's on a YouTube playlist for uh, nope. for posterity. Yeah, Please plug away. Okay. Well, yeah, it's like I have like my skit channel, which is just Cloudy McDoom, but then I have Cloudy McGaming, which is all my Twitch streams that I upload, uh, again, for posterity's sake. Uh, so that's where it's going to be under, like Kingdom Heart Attack Marathon, yada, yada, etc. I'll watch. I'm trying to get into, for the past year and a half, I've been like, I'm going to get into streaming. I like have a computer and everything. I'm just like, I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Um, what's so what of all the games was your favorite to play? I would say my favorite to actually play 
was when we got up to a fragmentary passage because it switched over to, I think, Unreal Engine, if I'm not mistaken, and three. Those were the most visually, like, stimulating, you know, because you had, like, the whole uh, Disney Park rise, which it felt like a long, like, Disney World commercial. Like, when I think about it, all the moves are like, hey, I'm on a water thing. Hey, I'm on a roller coaster, whatever. Uh, but that was just a genuinely fun game. Like, my chat was divided. They were like, yeah, we don't, you know, this was okay, but we like this one better. But I choose three for the most fun. Um, Birth by Sleep was the deep though i would say that was my favorite in terms of like the depth of what was going on with terra uh, aqua and uh Ventus. so yeah that's my my weird wobbly answer <laughs> that's three three that's a pro like i've yet to encounter anyone who has said three yeah but the thing that we've sort of landed on and i finished three i've played through i'm like and now we're i'm playing for the second time ryan has played up to a point on three i think like having played birth by sleep like three has much more impact emotionally yeah you'd think that they would have made birth by sleep more important because <laughs> the whole story ends up centering around those three characters. But I think like now having played like more Breath of the Wild and like other games, I can, I'm appreciating the gameplay of three more. Whereas I feel like the first time I played it, I was like, I want one. Like, <laughs> I want small spaces but now that i'm like we have only played olympus and twilight town but i'm like the grass and running around it's like it's so 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 beautiful and it, like you think about like the boxes of wonderland and you're like yeah. how did i settle for this exactly especially when you get to the pirate of the caribbean world i remember when we were streaming that i was blown away just because of how vast it is i was literally you know right. your pirate sora just like you just out there you just it's almost a world map pretty much so okay That's a hot take yeah, that's you're you're talking to two people that we have not replayed three yet, but the Pirates World is like a bit of a sore spot for us. <laughs> Cause I on the ship racing, I just can't do it when your <laughs> luck sword is racing and yeah. every single time you lose he like gloats at you. I probably have to do it twenty times. Oh, okay. When you're gotcha. battling as the ships, I rage quit like so many times. Oh man. That was fun. Like, I, but hey, you know, it's all good, you know. Oh no, please. We have we we welcome. Welcome the takes. This this is a safe space for all worlds. Um so speaking of like do you have a world that like of all the games you just love? And then is there a world that you just absolutely want to like roast and go off on the way we sort of just did about pirates? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> let me, let me go through the uh, database with that. I won't stall too long though. Actually, well, I would definitely say that musically Monstro from the first one's my favorite. Cause I love that theme so much. Um, as far as the actual. There's two of them. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's, 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 it hit. Like when I heard that when I was younger, I remember I, I was so weird. I would do this thing where I would make Sora do his block move just so he'd make the sound on beat with the song. So it was like, da, 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 da. it was like, I was you weird. invented Melody of Memory. Uh, you invented it. <laughs> you should be getting well, royalties. You know what? Melody of Memory? I was gonna stream that, but it was weird. And I'll get back on the world thing. Like I um we were on three and the chat was like, hey, you should play Melody of Memory. In my head, I was like, I wanna end it on three. I just really wanna end this marathon on three, you know? Plus that was like three months of Kingdom Hearts. So I was like, hey, well, I should probably go ahead and switch to another game. What I will say, it's so fun. And if you love the soundtrack, it's so fun. Okay. And there are cutscenes that like help clarify the end of three. Okay, okay, okay. And I can I can revisit that one, but um, yeah, so I would say my favorite world musically is Monstro. 
Le- uh, you didn't ask least favorite world. You just asked that favorite world. So I would say... Um, you can do least favorite world if you would like. I'm actually going to lean back on Pirates of the Caribbean being my favorite world on three, just because of how open it is. Just It's so open and beautiful in the water and everything. That's I know that's uh, the hottest take. But I'm gonna literally like I call me Hades because I'm I'm like a full red fire. I'm feeling the heat from here. But I'm going in with an open mind. You've inspired me to go in to pirates with an open mind. It's beautiful. It's just it's so vast. Like you gotta appreciate it not for the the actual ship mechanics and stuff, but the vastness of the world itself. Like just go stand there, look around, avoid ships, obviously, because you guys have a problem with the ships. And just, you know, enjoy it on that merit alone. You've you inspired <laughs> me. You've inspired me. Okay. What about two? Uh, favorite world on two. And then, um, let's see. Let me go back in time with it. My favorite world in two would have probably been Tron. That was really cool. Yeah. The Tron level was really cool. Yeah. That was dope. Because we go to Tron in Dream Drop Distance, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah, you do. It's, um, but with Dream Drop Distance, uh, Triple D, it's like such a... I played on hard mode, but I remember that game was just evil, man. Like, it was like everything was trying to murder me. But like, how did you feel about the Symphony of Sorcery world? The Fantasia world? So, was, was that the one in Birth by Sleep, or that was still Dream Drop Distance? The Symphony? That was Dream Drop Distance. Because you hit everything and it'll make music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... That was cool. Uh, I know it seems like I should uh, gravitate to that since I love music and stuff. But like, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was you know, it was cool. It was it was there, and I I did it, and then moved on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dream Drop Distance as a game, like this is. Do you find that like there's the nostalgia factor with the Kingdom Hearts games? Like, obviously, Kingdom Hearts One is a great game because it's so infused with nostalgia. But playing the newer games, did you still appreciate the games as much, even though they didn't like bring you back to your childhood? Yeah, because I think by that point, uh, when we were doing the whole stream marathon, I had played you know one, I did that, and then once we got to the newer ones, I understood in my mind like, okay, this is I'm just here for the story now. I'm just here to uh, ingest what's going on in their world. Uh, not so much with like the graphics of like, oh man, I miss the old blocky Sora and the whatever. It was just more like, okay, this is the same kid on this part of his journey with all this crazy stuff that's been happening. Uh, so that's what pulled me into it. You know, even if it's again, three not being the best one, it, it was still a nice adventure in that aspect. So I didn't go into it expecting like, I got to go down this nostalgia trip since three came out in like what, 2017, 18, 19, somewhere 19. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Having played all the games, I have an important question for you. Do you think you understand the story? <sighs> I'm going to say <laughs> I got like a pinch. Of, like I got a little bit of the story. It's almost like, how can I put this? I'm trying to think of the best way to word this. I got the gist of it, but then that gist turned into like something. I, I don't even know. Man. It worked itself. I got numerated, as the chat told me, uh, and I, I don't. I, I couldn't sit here and tell you finite, like, like a specific, like, okay, this is exactly the Kingdom Hearts story from start to finish. I just know like fragments and stuff, so it's. I'm still a Kingdom Hearts fan, but like, kind of convoluted. They don't make it easy. <laughs> we have spent hundreds of hours playing, recording. Like we are like somewhat experts in Kingdom Hearts. Like if this was a, a semester class at a university, <laughs> like we have we have taken like five semesters of Kingdom Hearts. Educating yeah, ourselves, PhDs. We don't really get it. We don't really understand it, and we are in the like maybe tenth percent of the 
population that has played Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I feel like I'm in the Castle of Remembrance where the farther I go, the less I know. Yeah. I'm gaining more knowledge, but every step I take forward, I forget something else. That's uh, that's a really good analogy. And that's what's crazy, man. Like, Chain of Memories had a really deep story, but I hated the the gameplay with the cards. Like, I, I hurt. Ryan played it again handheld and actually had a good experience with it. I remember when I played it, I played one and two. I don't even think I finished two, like back in middle school and high school. And then when three came out, I bought a PS4 and I played through everything, kind of like you did, like gearing up for three. And I, when I played Chain of Memories, I was like so frustrated, but I, I don't think I'd ever felt the like satisfaction that I felt having finished it. Yeah, and same. And I felt similarly about Dream Drop Distance, where I like was definitely able to appreciate it. I was like, this is a cool game and I think would have been really cool on the PSP, but like I did it. <laughs> like, yeah, I felt that because I almost quit on stream a couple of times. I was like, guys, these Uno cards, it's not it, man. This ain't it. So, <laughs> but I stuck it out. And then once you get used to the whole like uh, card, the slates or whatever, like you line those up, then I was like a beast. Then I was like, okay, got it. Zeros cancel, just keep it running, keep it running, higher number card, and then I was okay. And then Riku's playthrough was really fun. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a boss battle that you like think about in your sleep from all of the games? Think about like the most traumatizing or just think about like it was a cool Both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who haunts you and who do you visit in your dreams? Um the worst boss fight. <laughs> I'll never forget this. We were playing Kingdom Hearts 2, and I, I call him Blueberry Sephiroth, but it was the one organization member with the long... I think it was... um Cyax. Yeah, Cyax. His hurt because doing it on proud mode, I would get him down to, like, one notch of HP, and he'd just do this, like, I think a, a sweeping move and just murder me. And I remember screaming so hard that I had a headache on stream. So that guy, yeah, he's up here. Yeah, Kingdom <laughs> Hearts 2, Cyax, he's up here. But then, then, I have to think about uh, Dream Drop Distance. I think you're fighting... um and spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't played it. I think you're fighting Ansem in one of his forums at the end. He's throwing like these like giant black balls at you down a hallway. And I remember dying against that like oh, 80 times. The black balls in the hallway. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I was God. oh, that was rough. I was like, this is this hurts. My ego, my my it's emotional damage. So yeah, those two specifically off the top of my head. It's a different, it's a different journey playing things on critical and proud mode, which we've just started to do. Critical. Oh, my God. That was our vow to ourselves as we played through this. Was that? And I'm not allowed to look anything up. I'm like, I, as a kid, like when I played the first time, I played with my brother sitting next to me being like, read with the with the guidebook, being like, this chest is on this side of this dolphin cavern. And I'm like, great. <laughs> and now it's sort of like. Yeah, no more. You, you got to do it yourself now. That's the. I'm like an adult woman. Yeah. Play no more game facts. None of that. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Kingdom Hearts character that, that you really identify with? I'm going to jump on this and I'm going to just, I feel this is a safe space now. Kill, fuck, marry the Kingdom Hearts canon of characters. Oh, man. Oh, that's tough. Oh, wait, sorry. So let me, let me, let me answer yours first about the favorite character or that I kind of like vibe with you know it's crazy like i i know when the organization came about like they were really cool like they were they were badass like i do remember when they were introduced i was like oh this is just pretty cool i would say 
Roxas only because I feel like he's he's got all this power. You know, he's just pretty much like the leftovers of Sora. He's got all this power. He's got, you know, all this stuff. But, like, he's still not a whole person, you know? And not until later when they do this whole KH3 thing. But the fact that he wants to exist so bad, like, he's like, I want to have friends. I want to do all this stuff. I know I'm great. I know this. I beat ass in Twilight Town. I know I'm that dude. <laughs> but it's like watching him have to get taken to Sora and be told, look, you're just a piece of this guy. You're only a fraction of him and like him fighting like against that reality like that was deep like i think i remember resonating with roxas when i played that just because i think as people we all want to like you know show what we're made of by default you know what i'm saying like we're great people we're like look i can do this stuff but then you get hit with stuff and like not to make this too deep but you get hit with walls in life that's like well no you're just you're only as good as we say you are for this particular thing so like i would say roxas for sure just going back to like high school me up to now you know now if we're talking about uh what was it? Kill, fuck, marry. You know, I'm, I'm scared because I don't know the ages of the, the characters. And I, I'm trying to think like, you know what I'm saying? Take age out of it. Species yeah, yeah. out of it. Like, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You're good. You're good. Because in my head, I was like, if I get canceled. It's a safe space. Okay. In that case, uh, I would definitely kill Larxene because uh, she pissed me off like like no other. That her chain of memories battle is haunts me. Yeah, you know what? I should have said her because, like, her, she, her running around screaming, you ready? With the little electricity and the... <laughs> that rang in my head after stream that night. I remember. Like, I was upstairs brushing my teeth for bed. You ready? I'm like, nah. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I'm ready to go to bed. I'm not ready to die. But, uh, yeah, kill Lark scene. Uh, Mary... Um, sorry, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I would probably marry uh, Princess Minnie because she got that, that money. Um, I go ahead and marry Princess Minnie. Queen Minnie. Oh, excuse me, Queen Minnie. That's right. Yeah, she's queen. Whoa. I marry Queen. Yeah, let me let me let me back up. I would marry Queen Minnie uh, for that cha-ching. and then I would probably <laughs> who would I fuck? Mmm. Mm. God, what's her name? I'm trying to I'm trying to get her, her her. You know what? Just to be wild, I would smash Ursula, and let me tell you why. Because yeah. uh, the curiosity. <laughs> The, the wild side of me would just say, you know what? Let me see what this is about. What can those tentacles do? Yeah, let, let me uh, experience that octopussy and see what's happening. And uh, yeah, you've heard it here first. Quick quick question, though. Like, are we talking giant Ursula or regular size Ursula? I mean, honestly, I'm living on the edge. I was picturing the big mouth Ursula, to be honest. Like, that's, that's what I was picturing when I said it. She literally uh, sucks you in. She yeah, not very tasty. Not very tasty. I'll take it. I'll take it. You know, like I said, it's living on the edge. I don't have to marry her. It's not, you know, it's Try it once. one and done. She might kill me in the process. So, yeah, you stab her with the trident at the end. So, there are eels involved. That's some interesting <laughs> foreplay for sure. Oh my God. <laughs> this is maybe the most important question, and it is completely optional. Yeah. Can you sing me one more uh, song from the. From somewhere in the in the canon. Oh, like we were doing Monstro? Yeah. Do you have any any other ones? Let's see. So everyone, we already know Wonderland. We know Monstro. Don't say it. Just hum it and see if you pick up on it pretty much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> let's see. Let me get the key in my head. I just woke up too, so let's see. Boom, 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 boom. It's the Chain of Memories music. I was in that big white room. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you have another one, though, I want it, though. Like, I could go all day. <laughs> all right, let me see. Let's see. One you could definitely, y'all can join in on. Um, Oh, 
was literally, that's the one I was thinking in my head. That was Traverse Town for everybody who doesn't know. If you could have a Kingdom Hearts song be your alarm clock, which world theme would you have be your alarm clock every morning? Absolutely Hollow Bastion battle music. Not the regular world music, but the battle music. Oh. When I first heard that, like the... <laughs> like that. Young me, I remember fighting for my life. Like, I remember putting everything I had into those battles. Like, I was just looking for trouble. I was like, I got to fight every Heartless in this level just for the music. Like, I remember that. Oh, my God. I don't think Ryan's ever been so happy. (laughs) It was that real. (laughs) Uh, These songs really... They just stick with you. I don't know, yeah, like... They resonate for sure. They really do. And, like, I think that's kind of half of the fun of Kingdom Hearts. Like, sometimes I, I will be playing, like, and watching something. People are like, can you turn it down? I'm like, no, like, because what's the point? Yeah. My friend plays on mute. I'm like, half oh. the game is the music. She's a genius. Oh. And, and you don't get tired of the music. Yoko Shimomura, like, her skills are just crazy. Like, it's, it's addictive, like, soundtracks. Like, so there's short loops... But like they're so well put together that it's that's why you can listen to the title screen music for like hours. Like it's just the perfect set of notes. It, it just works. I teach I teach yoga when I was teaching in studio pre pandemic. Yeah. I would do dearly beloved as my shavasana song all the time. Good night, all relax. <laughs> Come into my sweet little. We're all lying on a giant stained glass <laughs> photo of ourselves, and that is with a goal. My goal that is my enlightenment. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh man, this is cool. This is a good vibe. I like this a lot. Well, I, honestly, <laughs> you're the first guest that's uh, saying on this podcast. <laughs> I'm like, I still, I can't believe you haven't played Melody of Memory. If you feel this, like, it's. It's like Guitar Hero with the Kingdom Hearts music. I know, I know. It was just the timing of it. Like I said, because we were so close to finishing the marathon. And I think Melody came out the last week of my Kingdom Hearts 3 run. Like, it actually got released. Mm-hmm. So I was like, guys, you know, I'm, I want to stay on the you know the path. Like, it's, I could have, but, you know. Oh, this has been the best interview ever. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I found a kindred... Kingdom Hearts Spirit for Life. Cloudy, is there anything else you want to talk about? Plug. I was going to say plug. Give this, Use this as a forum. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm at Cloudy McDoom. Uh, C-O-O-U-D-I-E. I mean, it's going to be in the title, I'm sure. Uh, I'm on TikTok, YouTube, all the... Inst- I said all the Instagrams. I'm like, I'm 80. Like, I'm on all the social media platforms. Uh, YouTube, <laughs> if you want to look at my old Kingdom Hearts kids, there's a playlist on there. Just look up Kingdom Hearts Cloudy McDoom, and you'll see a lot of stuff, a lot of... A lot of activity um but yeah that's pretty much it you know i'm uh i just like making video game parody parodies landed on kingdom hearts during the pandemic and just took it around with it and here we are here we are amazing you'll have to let us know when you play melody of memory because i can't wait to hear all your thoughts this has been an absolute delight <laughs> no thank y'all for having me for real. all our listeners go check out cloudy and one more person that our heart is connected to we're very lucky to have you no i appreciate that for real thank y'all thank y'all Well, that wraps up this week's world. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you're looking to connect our heart, follow us on Instagram at kingdomhearts underscore pod. And if you want to enter the realm of darkness that is our lives, follow us. I'm at Brooke Wiseman. And I'm at Rye Bernston. See you next week with another Kingdom Hearts Worlds and Kingdom Hearts ratings. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. The podcast.